Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money Making Conversations Masterclass. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For you, it may be the size of your paycheck. Mine is inspiring people to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. People always talk about purpose or gifts. If you have a gift, leave with your gift. And don't let your friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. My guest is actor, comedian, and social activist, Earthquake. He has built a strong fan base in stand-up comedy with numerous sold-out shows, film and TV appearances, and comedy specials. He has recurred, guest-starred, appeared on numerous popular shows, including the CBS sitcom The Neighborhood. Earthquake also hosts the radio show Quake's House on Sears XM Radio, Kevin Hart's Laugh Out Loud radio channel, 96. But he's on the show because you can catch Earthquake in his standalone headlining comedy special, Chappelle's home team, Earthquake Legendary, streaming right now on Netflix. Please welcome the Money Making Conversation Masterclass, the one and only Earthquake. Hey, how you doing, brother? Brother, brother. Well, you know some man, Earthquake, um, first of all, um, I can I can start now and talk about the comedy special that that's right now streaming on Netflix. And when I saw it, it featured in the um, trade magazines. I didn't know that the special had already been taped last summer. So talk about the sequence of how that happened, and then it was announced coming out in the spring. Um, I got a call from my agent, and um, she said the president of uh, comedy for Netflix wanted my number so he can give it to Dave because Dave and Netflix has came to a verbal agreement 
uh, to produce my special. And I said, sure. I thought it was a, a prank. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, um, you know, I said, sure. And then about 10 minutes later, uh, Dave called me and said he wanted to uh, produce my special. So that's how it came to uh, fruition. Cool. Now, when you look at your career, I can... Um... You know, my career has a personal relationship. Dave, Dave describes a personal story about you uh, at this comedy club. My personal story, I met you at your comedy club. And uh, when uh, I would just tell y'all, he wove me out, <laughs> took me out, let me know this is Quake's house in Atlanta, Georgia, <laughs> had me go back to my hotel room, looking at my little comedy routine, maturing it, rewriting jokes. But he was just doing what he was doing. Because I had heard about him. I walked in there with my credits. Because see, Dave Chappelle, man, he said it right, man. You are legendary, man. And you're funny. But you're a good brother at heart. That heart, you know, because it's all it, it's like um, meeting a Jerry Rice at wide receiver. If you're a wide receiver coming in, you look over there, you see Earthquake, you go, you can walk around and ignore him, but... In a minute, if you ignore him, he's going to let you know who he was, who he is. That's what happened to me at his comedy club. I knew who he was, but I ignored him till he got on stage before me, and then I had to show the respect. But that's been a testament of your entire career, that people who may not know you, but after they see you, they know you the real deal. Correct, Earthquake? Yes, I mean, because I just believe let the work speak for itself. If nothing else, I always felt in our profession that stage is an equalizer. The credits can get you applause in the beginning, and but uh, the jokes, the work, you can tell who works on their craft and who's in our craft um, deserve to be there. Mm-hmm. And I took that so, I, I always concentrated on the work, Rashawn. The work mm-hmm. speaks for itself. Now, um, one of my, I'll tell you something, one of my all-time favorite jokes, man, you did was uh, the dog doing the O.J. Simpson trial. But <laughs> 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 it, it, It's the ability to take abstract characters, bring them like, like they're actually real. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, no dog can't talk. Now, dog can't talk. But you, we believe in this dog can talk based on you. Right. What What is the sequence of it? Just listen to people because I know it's a stand-up comedy, comic. At one point, you're just trying to be funny. And then at some point, mm-hmm. it's just like a, a college degree. It's like class. Two plus two equals four. You learn to sequence things together, and you're just funny. And you know how to make things funny. How do you look at the world through the eyes of Earthquake? Um... It's a, it's my tag. These ain't jokes. I think I, I, it starts from reality or realistic. To me, I tell people every time they ask me how you do it. I say it's like it's just like being in the hood, man. It's a it's the truth that blum that blossom into a big lie. Right, man. I was fighting this one dude, man. And then by the time it get to you, Rashawn, man, I was fighting 19 on And I slammed one underneath the door, and there was two other came, and then mama came over, and I slapped their mama. He was fighting one dude, and it lasted for one second. But by the time it got back, got to you, Rashawn, it was 19 dudes. You had to disarm four of them with, with that had guns. The other dude had a knife. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's my philosophy. It always starts from a grain 
from the original foundation of the truth. That's why I say these ain't jokes. That's where it comes from. These right. ain't jokes. Right. You know, as a, as a stand-up comic, man, it is really um, an interesting craft. It's a very lonely craft. A lot of people think that, you know, as a stand-up, you're happy all the time. You know, you, you run around just making everybody laugh. But really, can you explain to people the world of a stand-up comedian from a standpoint of, how we have to, how we see things, which sometimes is good and bad because sometimes we see too much. Well, I tell anybody, if you if you don't like yourself, this ain't the profession for you. Mm-hmm. If you don't, because you're going to spend a lot of time with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you <know? laughs> you know? this, it's like golf, man. Can't nobody else walk these... Uh, Walk these greens, but you. Um, and but it's such rewarding, man, yes. Rashawn. It's a rewarding uh, profession just to see these people because I look at people. We're we're mental health providers. Yes, sir. Um, and we, we we especially for our community, we change perspective of our people because you know when you had your club and everything they coming in mad as i don't know what with the weight of the world on them in one profession and it's only profession unlike music or anything else anything else out here we need the undivided attention yes so you got to get the <laughs> undivided attention then break through all that and then get them to do something they can't get themselves to do that's laugh Right. That's a hell of a <laughs> hell of an obstacle, man. Especially for our people. They sit in the front mad, money wasn't right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I used when I own my club, I said, listen, man, please be nice to these people coming in here. Because you're making the comics job even worse. I mean, please, with the way you serve, the way you give them a ticket, you make the show. I, I used to tell my staff all the time, you're just as important as the comedians, because if you set the tone there. Then they'll open themselves up right, to right. be entertained. Right, right. So it's the hardest profet- um, profession in the world, but the most rewarding, um, fulfilling. Mm-hmm. We know, like uh, the word "sold out." I'm talking about audiences. Yes. Audiences, you know, they, you know, earthquake. They coming in to see you. Talk to everybody and tell them that feeling of knowing that you look out there because we always peek behind the curtain. Or we always ask the people. How's it looking out there? And they said, ain't a seat left, dog. Sold out, brother. We've added the show. Talk about that feeling, man. Um, it's the best feeling second to having your child. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it's validation. People actually took their hard-earned money, stopped doing what they doing, and came and say, I am spending this money to come see you. Right. There, I mean, the gratitude, I mean, the achievement. And as a comic, I tell um, comedians all the time, and I learned this from you and uh, from you and Steve, that shows that you actually matters in our profession. When you can put your name on a marquee or a billboard or a sign and people stop and say, hey, I'm coming to see Rashawn McDonald. Give me two tickets. You got any? And then they say, nah, we don't have no more. And they ain't going to go, come on, let's go here early. Nah, we ain't got time. We ain't got time. And they out there, They can't get no ticket to see you. And you, it's just the most gratifying thing in the world. It is. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. 
Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. You know, the thing that um, I, 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 I follow your, your social media and, um, you know, we all want numbers. We always want to engage them and everything. But your social media is almost like social commentary. That's why I added the word social activist in your introduction, because you do a running commentary, I feel, with your social media by videos that you post, pictures that you find. Talk about your approach to social media and how you are defining your voice or finding your voice in your social post. Well, you know, some of the most educated people in the world don't have the don't have how can I put this? The uh the prestige diplomas or degrees to back up their education. So I, I met some of the smartest people that never went to school. They was the most intelligent people in my life. And, and um, simplicity has always been great for me. Just keep it simple. And to get to the point that you ask me about, I just talk about what everybody is thinking because all you have to do, you know what I mean? No, <laughs> so, don't say that, man. You be, I'm telling you something, man. I be looking at what you be saying. I go, I never saw that. This boy is, and you know, in the, in the, in the, uh, in the comedy world, if somebody call you a fool, that's actually a major compliment. I said, this boy a fool. This boy crazy, which is another compliment. Because yeah, now we're in a you know, PC world. You know, you got to explain stuff. We're using the word crazy and fool and all that stuff. You got to explain. That's a positive in the comedy world. And you are doing stuff, man, because, you know, you look at it, and it's work. A lot of people think that posting or grabbing ideas is, is oh, he just found that somewhere. That's a lot of work. Yes, it's a lot of research. Shout out to my team. Um, we go through it. Her name is uh, Star. She's one of the greatest uh, person that handles my thing for me. We sit down. She knows my voice. Yes. I, of course, know my voice. Mm-hmm. And together, we uh, we uh, we get together and say, this is the, the, the direction I want to go. And we see different things and we do research. <laughs> and we're like, this is... Put this out here. Can you believe this? Yes. Can you believe this person is doing this? Yes. Showing out. And, you know, to get that reaction, everybody, where did it? And so many people are like, where did you find that? Right, see, right. Work. I, I love it, man. I, I I love it, and it, it was one of the reasons, you know, I, you know, I wanted to make sure I interviewed you on my platform, Money Making Conversation Masterclass, because a lot of people see talent like you. They see the end results. They don't see the work. They think that you stop working. They think that you just focused on this. But really, it's a three sixty that you're doing. Like I said, you're an actor, you're a comedian, you're a social activist, which means that you're an influencer in social media, and then also you have a radio show which means you, you're able to communicate. Tell us about your radio show. Are you able to take phone calls? Do you play music? What is your radio show? Um, no, my show is called Quake House, and it's kind of like the comedian's view. Uh, we, do, we deal with hot topics, different segments, and uh, we do have guests that comes on um, periodically, um, A-list guests, and I interview them. And what I want to do, like I've always done in my career, is Whatever I achieved in my career, I try to have a platform to bring the next comedian up or nothing else. But if if I can't help the next comedian expand our genre, right. that 
people know how great this profession is. I think, personally speaking, don't too many of us give back to the genre. This right. is this would allow you to be this movie star, this game show host, this this uh, talk show, this movie star, this TV star. Just do something that allow you know your name to. Um, to expand the genre for the next person such as yourself can um, capitalize on it and make it, you know, expand. I'd say you don't have to help me. Help whoever you think is funny. And if you help them, it'll expand the genre and eventually it'll come back to me because if they think you're funny, wait till uh, (laughs) till they get to see me. And that has (laughs) always been my attitude. Yes. Now, the, the, the interesting thing about it is that when we look at the, the the comedy special that you did, you know, it's always fun to me because I think I know somebody. I didn't know you from D.C., you know, because I met you in Atlanta. Yes. I thought you were Atlanta born and bred. I thought that was your whole hood was from Atlanta. People loved you in Atlanta. So how did you make the journey from D.C. to Atlanta? And then Atlanta basically became, to me, your your home, your voice. Um. Well, I was in the military for nine years, and mm-hmm. I wanted to do 20 years, but the war broke out. Mm-hmm. So I told him, I said, I don't mind practicing for war, but <laughs> I ain't fighting for real. I'm going to stay in D.C. to get shot at. So, you know, getting out the military, mm-hmm. I didn't want to go back home from D.C. I've been in the military. Wasn't nothing there. Opportunity, I felt for me, but illegal pharmaceuticals. So I turned on, you know, I watch a lot of TV, different educational shows, mostly like <laughs> CNN and stuff. And you know how you see the poll? They always got polls. And one of the polls, what is the best top five city that black men should go for the best advantage in their life? Uh-huh. And they had Atlanta, number one. I said, well, that's where I'm going. So I got out the military, went to Atlanta, and um, went on stage, and... Um, just start doing comedy. Uh, okay, quick, come, on down, come on down. First of all, you, you say you saw a poll saying the black, 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 best city for black people to go to was Atlanta. You go to Atlanta and you just go on stage. You didn't just go to another I, comedy club, well, see some comics or what? Well, no, I mean, I was, when I was in the military, I knew I was, um, I had to do something else. And they used to have the USO. Right. Tour, uh-huh. you know, stuff in there. And I find, you know, they used to call me skating quick. Well, skating stroke. Without anything to get out of work. You know, I used to be a Paul Berman, honor guard, <laughs> anything to get out of work, man. So I did a little hosting in there in the military. And you couldn't talk about sex. You couldn't talk about religion. I mean, you had to be Bob Hope. So I was, I learned from there. So when I got out the military, I went on and I took this girl to a comedy club. And when I tell you, this chick was, I mean, Rashawn, she was all on the floor. And I, and I said, I said, if you want to sleep with this dude, just say you want to sleep with him. But he ain't all that. Are you just jealous? I said, I ain't jealous, but I mean, he's funny, but that ain't the funniest thing I ever heard. So she said, "Will you do better?" And of course, I went and tried, and uh-huh. nothing has came. It's been that way ever since. Wow. Nothing better has came in my life. Wow. So it wasn't no epiphany, it wasn't no plan. It was just what I tell everybody: it was that best decision that day, and another uh, better decision hasn't came this way. 
Well, you know, they tell me that uh, podcast is the number one, the fastest growing industry, audible industry out there. I know you got serious XM. Are you going to do podcasts? No, I mean, I'm, I'm real good with my radio show. I really want to continue that, man. I, I really learned from y'all about it. Mm-hmm. I love radio. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think I'm going to jump onto the podcast unless they offer me a lot of money. Okay, cool. Well, uh, the, 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 well, I think that's going to come your way, okay? <laughs> you, you know, when I get close to the mic, I'm looking at you now. I'm looking at you because you're a special talent, mm-hmm. man. You're, you're an individual. I guess I got to at least ask you this course. Where did Earthquake come from? Where did the name Earthquake come from? Um, to be quite honest with you, man, I use Earthquake because in case... You know, she was right that I wasn't funny. I ain't want to mess up my good name. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so this, this didn't work. So I, hey, Earthquake. I'm like, hey, man, my name Nathaniel. I Earthquake. Wasn't you the comedian that got booed? No, nah, man, I ain't never do no comedy, man. My name Nathaniel Stormers. People keep coming up here and say some dude was right here. No, nah, that wasn't me. So it came from the insecurity, not having the belief that maybe, you know, if this, if this did, hit the bricks, you would say, or go astray, I wouldn't mess up my good name. Well, you know, the, so what is the future for Earthquake, man? Because it took me forever to line up this interview. You had, you had radio shows, you had tour dates, you had interviews. So obviously life is beautiful for you right now, but we know there's always more. What is the future for Earthquake? Well, I'm, I'm finally um, going to um, go on my own personal own tour called Earthquake Legendary Tour. Wow. Um, yes. I'm developing my own TV show. Okay. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do more movies. Okay. And um I, I I'm gonna stay on the radio, God's will. And then, you know, I'm going, you know, I I'm gonna continue the tour. I love comedy. Stand-up comedy is great for me. I mm-hmm. never want to leave it. I think I tell people all the time, comedy is like a woman. You, you can take a break from her, but you can never leave her. Mm-hmm. If you leave her, you ain't going to never get her back. So I vow that I will always do this, and I love it. It's mm-hmm. so refreshing. So the media is a toy starts in um, July, and uh, we're doing 40, uh, 40, 25 to 30 cities, me and Donnell Rollins. And, very um, funny. That's the immediate thing. Yeah, very funny, brother. And um, I'm going to drop another tour, I mean, another special Netflix next year. Wow. So the venues are the comedy club, the small 2,000, 3,000 seaters? We're doing 5,000 seaters. Wow. um, That's that's a tour, brother. You stepping out then. Okay. Okay. Okay, Mr. Sir. Mr. Sir. You start talking to 5,000 seats, brother. Come on now. Come on now. We we had two or three now. We had two or three. So with the blessing of God with, you know, mm-hmm. the response that I've got from my special has made... Uh, Tell me about that response, man. First of all, let me give you my response first, you know, because I, I text you a picture of me watching it, you know, let you yes, know. Yes, you do. Off my screen, okay, I'm watching you, brother. You are what you say you are, legendary. Uh, my take was, man, that... um, Because my... This I always tell people when you know something funny, because my wife was in the kitchen, you know, cooking, all right? And then I'm just laughing, laughing. And then next thing you know, she's leaning behind my back, right? 
I said, who's that you watch? An earthquake. Next thing you know, she next to me watching and laughing. I go, what happened to the cooking? Oh, that can wait. That can wait. See, <laughs> see, see, that, see, I took somebody who wasn't even interested in what was going on because she was cooking. You know, when she one of those people, you can't talk and you can't talk to her while she's cooking. All right. She's one of those people. Can't you see I'm cooking? Okay, babe, I'm sorry. I'm just going to slide in here and watch Earthquake by myself, okay? Then I'm laughing. Then she behind me, just standing. He funny. I look back at her. Don't say nothing, Earthquake, right? Next thing you know, she still got the spatula in her hand sitting next to me. I say, ain't you cooking? Like I told you. So that lets you know that what you are doing is relatable. It also can make people stop what they're doing. It grabs their attention and also forces them. Because you are a force, my brother. You are a comedy force. And that forces such positivity that you go, wow, he's special. That's what my response is. Now tell me what America's response, because you're doing 5,000 seizures now. It's overwhelming, and you can see it when, you know, as a comic, when you walk in clubs, and I'm talking about mainstream clubs, right. you know what I mean? The comedy <laughs> store, the improv. How you doing, Quaker? Can we do something for you? Uh, you know? And, and you know, uh, our Caucasian counterparts come to you and say, you know, I took, for me, I don't know about you, I love competing against men with our Caucasian comedians to let them know that we don't, because they think we need, some of them, I'm not saying all of them, some of the, the, the stigma is that we need to cuss. We, right. don't, have, we don't write. Right. Our, you know, it's urban. And I'm right. like, no, man. No, 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 no. I'm going to show you how we do it. We, right. we, can, we compete at the highest level, of the highest level intellectually. Right. And when... It was being accepted from, I mean, every comedian, no matter what's your nationality, that's in this field is telling you this is the greatest thing that they ever seen. It was just rewarding. And it's always been rewarding. I love my fans to, to death. They are my number one supporters. But the grat- I really find a, a special gratitude and um, humility when it's come from the peers, such as persons such as yourself, because you have always been honest with me. You came to me and said, man, you don't need to say that while you, um, when we was doing different shows together. Mm. Don't cuss on that. Don't do this. This is how you need to do And I've always took your advice, and I always appreciate your advice, and I always, it felt good when I I received your approval, because you have always been a student of the game. My man, so, I appreciate those compliments. But more important, I appreciate you taking the time and coming on Money Making Conversations Masterclass. You are a beast. You are somebody. Please tell me when you when the tickets go on sale so I can put it on my social media and make that announcement on my newsletter that goes out to 108,000 people because you are a winner, brother. And I love you, brother. Thank you, Earthquake. I love you more, man, and keep doing what you're doing, man. And you owe me a meal because I'm tired of looking at all your pictures <laughs> with all this food you cooking. I be gaining weight. I said I got to come in and get some of it. Some of them desserts, man. I look at it, I'm ready. So when I get down to H Town, where you at? I'm knocking on your door. Well, you know, tell your beautiful wife I said hello. Okay, I thank you, brother, and stay strong. Okay.
Appreciate you. If you want to hear Appreciate any of CNN's interviews or Money Making Conversation, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. You are now tuned into the Money Making Conversations Minute of Inspiration with Rashawn McDonald. Hi, I'm Rashawn McDonald for Money Making Conversation with your daily Minute of Inspiration. This week I sat down with Carlos King, the super reality TV producer of Kingdom Reigns, about his hit TV show, Love and Marriage Huntsville. I asked him, what is his magic producing sauce that's creating all these hit reality shows? His answer is The main thing that I did that a lot of other reality producers don't do is I ask permission. I said, because you're telling me this is what you're going through, are you comfortable sharing that on camera? My job is to follow the real. If the entire town knows about this infidelity mm-hmm. and you're on TV pretending you're in a great marriage, you are going to lose in the end because they want to see authenticity. If you want to listen to this full interview with Carlos King, it's available on moneymakingconversation.com. Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. As I said, today is uh, this month, not just today, is National Financial Literacy Month, and it's celebrated in the month of April. April. My guest today is Dr. Lynn Richardson. She is by far my most popular guest that calls on this show. If you consider yourself in need of advice in terms of financing, then you are not alone. You've heard Kurt. You heard Miss Evans. She she was calling about the funnel creative and she dove open to that conversation. You've heard my personal testimony. It does not matter if you had just started earning or have been earning for a long time. Every day is a chance to reflect upon your spending and improve your financing. Here's some notes about Dr. Lynn Richardson. Believes that the way to build wealth is to spend less money by implementing proper budgeting and debt elimination strategies, get more money by implementing wise investment strategies and by developing multiple streams of income, including owning a home-based business, and three, get your money back through proper tax education. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation Masterclass again. She's a financial guru. I call her financial genius, Dr. Lynn Richardson. Welcome back. Well, 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 thank you. Thank you so much. I would rather be no place. Thank you so much, Mr. McDonald. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Whenever this, this show has been on fire uh, since it, it started. You know, I, I had a I had a one person calling my bragging segment, and he noted that he has a, a, a app called Stop, Stockification, where you know, you invest $50 a day or $100 a day, and the market would always correct itself over a 10, 15, 20-year period. And he was saying that the, the that the average black person, when they die, leaving wealth to a relative is $4,000. The average white person, when they die, leaving wealth is $104,000. You have been educating us this whole process what has frustrated you much? Maybe not frustrated you, but disappointed you or let you believe that. How can we as a community do better about our financial literacy, Dr. Lynn? Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment legal or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You know, that's such a great question. And I would have to say that the number one place or the number one area that would that frustrates me, and, and, and I would say that should frustrate anybody, is the one area where we have absolute 100% control. You see, we wake up every day. We have no control over the weather. You have no control over your friends. You have no control over your family members. Sometimes people are coming and going. Sometimes they're not. People are shady. The weather is crazy. Your money can be funny and your change can be strange. But the one thing we all have control over, every last one of us, is how much wealth we leave when we die. And, Rashawn, I want us to stop using GoFundMe as a life insurance strategy. I want us to stop using GoFundMe and crowdfunding because here's the real deal. There is one guaranteed way to build wealth because every last one of us has to do two things. We have to pay taxes and one day we have to leave up out of here. And when we leave here, we have the ability to get enough life insurance to not just take care of our last rights and rites of passage and the funeral and the, and the repast and all of those things. But we have the ability to carry on wealth to future generations. Rashawn, when I was on food stamps, I was worth more dead than alive. I'm, I'm not, you know, that just is what it is, and most people are anyway. But I had enough life insurance to ensure that my three children could graduate from college, could live the lifestyles that I envisioned for them. And that that's not to say that they would have just been wealthy and footloose and fancy free. They would have had a trust fund, and they still would have had to work to help sustain themselves but they would have had enough wealth to sustain themselves to a certain degree, be able to continue their education, and then pass that wealth on to their children and their children's children. The Bible says that a good man, a good woman, leaves an inheritance to his children's children. And I, if I could just say anything about spend less money, get your money back, make your money, I'm sorry, spend less money, get more money, get your money back. I would also say make your money grow through proper investments, and insurance is one of those investments. You know, I um, I have to agree, but it's, it's just so much, though, 
Dr. Lynn, when you, you know, like you said, the GoFundMe is really cute. You know, you say, you see, yeah, it's, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm down on my luck or I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. If you could just put some money in my GoFundMe account, you know, they're going to take a fee. The, 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 when you put it in, you, that's not all your money. They're going to take a fee, a percentage of that. So know that going in. So anytime you think mm-hmm. you're trying to get over and think you're getting something easy. Somebody's taking a percentage of that. And that's what you're saying. Do it right and establish a relationship where there's an app, do your homework, or with a small brokerage firm so you can have a long-term plan instead of this quick get-over get plan. And that's what people are doing with these GoFundMe accounts because you see them on the news all the time immediately after somebody's done something, or some tragedy or a house burned down or Unfortunately, death, quick death in their family. The news is always saying, go fund me, set up a go fund me, go set up a go fund me account. And that's not the way it goes in the real world of trying to get your life straight financially, correct? You know, no one has passed on generational wealth by way of a go fund me account. And what people need to also understand is that those go fund me accounts can be shut down. So mm. if there is any. Yeah, if there's any kind of hint of impropriety, if there's when you set up a GoFundMe account, it has to be used for the purposes for which um, it was created. And so if the whole idea is, for example, and we don't like to talk about death, we'll talk about everything else. People talk about sex, they talk about drugs, they talk about everything else, but they don't want to talk about death and we don't want to talk about money. And as Zig Ziglar said, money is like oxygen. You got to have it. I don't care where you go, what you do, and you look up, down, or all the way around. We're going to have to talk about money. We're spending money every single time we go outside, every single time we wake up, every, every single time you get in your car and drive. Gas money. Can anybody say gas money? So we have to talk about it. And the truth is, if we make the decision, you see, this is a choice, Rashawn. This is a choice. I am going to choose to spend my money on something. For some of us, that may be furniture. For some of us, that may be jewelry. For some of us, that may be clothing. It may be our favorite meal. Um, there's one study that says, particularly as African Americans, we are eating our wealth away. Um, if we just take the money that we spend on um, Uber Eats, I'm just going to throw that in there. Uber <laughs> Eats, and, uh, let me tell you something. Uber Eats, if you add up all of the money that's spent on Uber Eats, and on all of the, uh, you know, Grubhub and everything else, the delivery places that deliver you your $10 hamburger for $27.22, if you if we take that money, the average 35 to 40-year-old young man or young woman could have at least a million dollars, a million dollars in life insurance just with your Grubhub money, mm-hmm. just with your Uber Eats money. I didn't take away your sandwich. I didn't take away the pizza. I didn't take away the submarine sandwich. I didn't take away the French fries. I said, let me just take the delivery fees that we are spending on those things and allocate it elsewhere. So, you know, that that was, I'm, I'm so passionate, as you know, Rashawn, about so many areas and finances. And all of them require grit. All of them require grind. Mm-hmm. You've said it so many times. And the way you've helped others to build wealth and build their careers, you got to stick in there. you got to stay in there. But life insurance, you don't have to fix anything. Just keep on living. Pay the money and then watch and see what happens when you transition. So it's one of those things. It's an easy win for us as a community. An cool. easy win. Life insurance, we talked about that. Go fund me. Stop using that. 
uh, stop using these Grubhub apps and all these apps. Not saying it's negative. Just talking about, you know, go there and get the food versus spending the fee to have the food brought to you. Uh, we got a call here, Michael in Atlanta. How you doing, Michael? You're speaking to Dr. Lynn Richardson on our Money Making Conversation Masterclass. What is your question? I'm doing absolutely fine. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Uh, my question actually was about life insurance. I, I actually ended up losing my job not too long ago. And uh, I, I just wanted to understand how do I keep investing um, in my life insurance plan when, well, I mean, with this economy and everything going on, I really don't know how to uh, maintain it. I, I don't really know what to do now. Dr. Lynn? You know, that, that yeah, that's an excellent question. And first of all, you know, my my prayers are with you as you figure out how to regroup regroup. Um, the number two thing in the overall financial strategy is to get more money, build multiple streams of income. And so to that piece of it, I would say um, start right now uh, thinking about what you can do to start your own business, your own home-based business, because one stream of income is hazardous to your wealth. And one of the things that I often say is it doesn't matter if you're a doctor, a lawyer, or a teacher. You can still be an entrepreneur. A doctor can teach uh, health uh, classes and tutor and things like that. A lawyer can also teach legal clinics and teach people how not to get shot if they get pulled over. Um, a teacher can set up tutoring. And so depending on what your skill set is, whether it's your professional skill set and or um, something that you have passion about or that you are or that you enjoy doing, you set up another stream of income. In terms of your life insurance, you just hit a very key point. It is important for every single one of us. And I'm saying everybody. I don't care how many jobs you have. It is important for you to have your own life insurance policy independent of your job. Because mm -hmm. if you lose your job, you will also lose that life insurance. And by the time you lose that job, you may be older. You will be older. I mean, even if it's just one day, you'll be older and you may not be in the best health that you were in when you first got the job or got the life insurance policy. So the number one thing I'd say to you is um, to remember like that this, the word in here is life. This is your life. This literally is your life. And I'm going to tell you from my own experience, it did not matter. I was on food stamps. I was, uh, you know, degrees in, in finance, mathematics, business, master's degree. I had been the vice president of a, of a major uh, financial institution, and I could not find a job. But let me tell you what I had. I had food stamps. I had a roof over my head. And I have some life insurance because here's what I knew. As long as I have a roof over my head and I have food on the table, I will not be homeless and I will not be hungry. So you get me past those two, two things. Go live with my grandmother, whatever it, it takes to do to get there. Now I'm going to grind and I'm going to make sure I have enough life insurance because just in case I don't wake up, then my children would not feel the fallout of my mishap. My children would not feel the fallout. My community, my generation. Some people say, well, I don't have children. Don't you care about something? Is there a community center you'd like to build in your old neighborhood? Is there something you'd like to donate to a school? Is there a church? Is there a center? See, what other cultures do is they make sure that the next group doesn't have to start over. And so my blessings and my prayers are with you as you figure that out and you find $50, $60, or whatever it is a month to figure out a way to get some life insurance and to maintain it. Great. Uh, let me ask you this question because uh, you have, and I'm not trying to get into the life insurance expert conversation, but there are different versions of life insurance. You have the term life 
that I, I fear for me with, then you have whole and universal. Are you adverse enough to tell us the difference and why one should go with the other there, Dr. Lynn Richardson? Absolutely. So in the in the early days, if you're if you're financially uh, if you're struggling financially, if you're trying to really hard to make ends meet, what I recommend in your early days of getting your financial plan in order is to get as much term life insurance as you can. Get a 20 or 30 year term policy. Um, that is temporary life insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead of you only having, let's say, 100000 you may have 500000 or a million, particularly if you have children, if you have more than one child, um, if you have a parent, a grandparent. You see, Rashawn, I had enough life insurance, not just to take care of my children, but my grandmother raised me. You heard me talk about Grandma B. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. was important to me. And if something happened to me, I wanted to make sure that there was enough money to take care of her, to put her into a, not just a nursing home, but a skilled facility that would be able to support her comfortably during her last days. And so when you get the life insurance policy, you also set up a trust. The trust explains what to do. The trust says, give each child tuition money once a month or enough money for rent. It says, pay grandma's uh, nursing home bill or whatever it does. Because what we don't want to do is leave this money for people to just mess it up, right? Because we'd have to mm-hmm. come back from the day and kill everybody. <laughs> right. So that, that's just you know because that's how we think. Right. We're thinking, well, I don't want to just leave it to them because then they're going to mess it up, and so we don't do anything. No, a, a trust is a business plan for what happens to your money and to your assets after you die. So that's term life. As you get a little more seasoned, you may want to convert some of your insurance to whole life. Whole life is life insurance that will last you a lifetime. You may have to pay it until you're 65 years old, mm-hmm. or you may pay it until you're 75 or whatever your particular contract says. But then that life insurance is in place until you pass on. And the good thing about whole life, Rashawn, is it's an automatic built-in savings plan. Yes, it so is. if you find yourself in a situation where you need money to buy a house, yes. to handle an emergency, mm-hmm. uh, to live off of, you can pull down the money that has been um, placed into that whole life savings portion. And then finally, universal. There are many different ways that you can use a universal policy, but the number one way is to have it following one of the top indexes and indices in the stock market. So if you have a universal life policy and it is outperforming the S&P 500, then what you can expect over time is that your savings portion will grow just like the stock market. So there are multiple ways um, but I say to everyone, at least get started with an inexpensive term policy and then uh, 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 upgrade, upgrade your policy, you know, as you go along. Yeah, and I would upgrade. agree. I, I, like I said, I've had the uh, I have I've not had I have a universal policy and the interest rate has been no lower than four percent in the last 15 years. So that means when and it was zero or one percent or no percent, I've always had four percent minimum guaranteed on my money that I had in my universal or uh, 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 whole policy. So she's telling and, the and absolute about, truth. Uh, yeah. And that's about a hundred times better than what you're going to get in a savings account at the bank. It's about three times better than what you're going to get buying bonds. And um, it's a great, great way to have something stable. Um, but also that's, that's growing with the stock market. I love it. Yeah. And another note she can tell you is that 
if you if you if you can actually do a loan against the money that you have there. So you actually can use your money and not take it out. Just take a loan against it. And so it's just so many ways why this is important to have a conversation during National Financial Literacy Month because we as a community have to understand you don't have to always, you know, you can borrow against your own money and then keep living a great life instead of sitting over there paying high interest rate or not being able to do anything because you're frustrated because you didn't think out the process. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. My relationship with Dr. Lynn Richardson goes back over 10 years, 15 years, uh, when she was a regular, a regular on Steve Harvey's talk show as a financial expert. You've seen her many times on Good Morning America. So you're getting a person who's giving advice that's nationally recognized and also a voice that cares about the community. And that's why it's important when she gives this advice that you can hear that little extra passion in her back in her, because it's all bent up. She's like ready to just, just jump in and just tell you, shake you, listen to me. You can do this. And that's really what drives her. And that's what makes me really enjoy listening to you. I just sit back because when you, when you're in the, in the blessed to be a part of something unique. And that's when I have these conversations with you, Dr. Lynn Richardson, you are unique and very special talent. And what you're doing is just not normal. And I, I really appreciate you coming on the show, talking like this. Wow. I, let me tell you, when you said I, it's that little passion, like I just want to jump. I do. I want to just jump in the body, <laughs> the mind <laughs> of the people and, and just say, go. If I had a remote control and I, and I could use it to help every last one of us make the decisions that we need to make to be free. You, you see, Rashawn, this is not just about money. And what I want people to understand, it's about the freedom that you have. When you have the resources to make choices that are in alignment with God's will and your wishes. Right. It's about freedom. Right. Uh, we got Eric on the line. Eric in, uh, from College Park. How are you doing, Eric? I'm fine, Ms. McDonald. I'm glad I caught you. I didn't think I would, but I heard Dr. Lynn Richardson speak, and I thought <laughs> she was talking to me. So I had to dial it up. Well, what question do you have for the incredible Dr. Lynn Richardson? Uh, speak, speak, when my she, friend, speak. Hey, when she spoke about the uh, S&P and that I could invest, say, 50 bucks a month or whatever, I need to hear that one more time. Absolutely, yes. You can choose a life in, a universal whole life insurance policy that is connected to an index. So if you choose a fund... Let's just say, for example, you have a brokerage account at Fidelity or Charles Schwab or TD Ameritrade or each, any one of them. Go into the research section and choose a fund that outperforms the S&P 500. So okay. if you have a 401k or if you have a life insurance policy, then you have the ability to invest your money. You're going to see a list of funds. Most of us don't know what that list means. Uh, it may see the, it may say the Fidelity Fund. It may say the Vanguard Fund, and it'll have three or four letters. You take those three or four letters, you put them into your research box in on the website on your platform, and then you right. compare. Compare to what? 
You compare to the S&P 500. If your fund performs better than the S&P 500 over the past 20 years, so I'm not just giving you quick advice. Look at what it's done over the past 20 years. If that fund outperforms the S&P 500, what it means is it's going to increase in value over time. Now, okay. we're making a decision between two funds. Look at both funds and see which one performed the best. So that's a very simple way for anybody. I don't care who you are. You don't have to have any investment knowledge to be able to decide which fund should I choose? Because, Rashawn, that's one of the things that gets most of us. We don't know what funds to choose for our 401k, right. our whole universal right. life, and so on. Yeah. Right. Wow, Erica. You know, just getting that I, information, it, there is I some work. It. You got to go online, you know. there's, there's I got it. But what she's showing, it, there's no magic bullet here. The information right. is there. You just have to compare. And that's the the... the that's the part that really drives us maddening and, and maybe angry because of the fact that we are we all have cell phones, you know. That right. cell phone just go just go to to a uh, uh, just go to a URL. You can look at it, listen to it now because we're in a mobile society. So there's no right. excuse now. I don't have a computer. I don't have a laptop. You have a cell phone. And right. that cell phone yep. allows you to do all the re research. That cell phone allows you to download apps. That cell phone allows you to actually run your financial enterprise. Let's think that all big. Right. You are a financial right. enterprise. And if you right. think that way, then guess what? Your mindset will change. And that's what Lynn Richardson is telling us. But I'm just telling you the excuse of the old days. I don't, right. I'm, I don't have the technology to compete. I don't have the ability to do the research. Yes, you do. If you call me it. on your mobile phone, if you're listening to I me on your mobile phone, if you use I your mobile it. phone, you have the ability to compete. There are no excuses. Do what she's asking. All she's doing is asking the listeners, asking you, Eric, to do this, okay? Mr. McDonald, yeah, I got it, and this. I'm gone. This is so important. <laughs> Most of the time when people ask me a question, I give them a class. And people say, well, Lynn, why can't you just answer the question? Rashawn, you know, there's no such thing as just answering the question. You have to learn how to get your money straight, and then you have to learn how to keep your money straight, okay? Because more money doesn't solve a money problem. If it did, millionaires wouldn't go bankrupt. There are too many stories of people who get money, and they lose it because they did not do the work to get it, nor did they do the work to keep it. So education is the key. And we need to move from knowledge to action because knowledge is not power. People say knowledge is power. No, knowledge is not power until it is put into action. Woo! <laughs> you are, how do, okay, they listen to you on my show once a quarter. How can they reach out to you? Do you have a website? How, what's your social media? Because your information is sustainable. And they need to know how to reach out to you. you. Got one minute left. Fill them in on all the closing details about how they can reach out to Dr. Lynn Richardson and what format you have available to change their lives. Well, first of all, I'm more than happy to come back as much as you like. So we could turn once a quarter into once a month. I'm <laughs> you all I love don't it. Don't know where. That's number one. Number two, asklyn.org. Go to asklyn. A S K L Y N N. No e. dot org. Submit your question, you get an immediate reply. And then follow me on social media at Lynn Richardson. 
if you want a boatload of knowledge and education, go to my YouTube page, which is lynnrichardson.tv. But askland.org is the gateway to your freedom. My friend, again, uh, you are so special. You're such a, you know, it, it's always, you know, I've, I've done a lot of good things in my life. Boy, when you come on my show, you have me fired up. You have me thinking all the right things. But more importantly, you're changing people's lives. We'll talk soon. Again, this is Dr. Lynn Richardson. She's blessed us with another, another great episode on Money Making Conversation Masterclass. You've been listening to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rushan McDonald. Always remember to lead with your gifts. Money Making Conversations Masterclass is a presentation of 3815 Media Incorporated. You are now tuned into the Money Making Conversations Minute of Inspiration with Rashawn McDonald. Hi, I'm Rashawn McDonald from Money Making Conversations with your daily Minute of Inspiration. This week I sat down with singer, songwriter, actress, producer, and award-winning artist, you know, Take Me to the King, Tamla Mann. She graced my show. And talking about her new song, He Did It For Me, Tamla shares there was a time she wondered when God was going to do it for her. Uh, how are you interviewing with me? Why you ain't tired? Uh, well, I was tired, so I had to push. <laughs> I took a, I took a few breaks. I took uh, some breaks, mm-hmm. but and then two working on the music. But you know what? You have to kind of work while it's day. You have to just keep going while you can, because mm-hmm. you don't know what we do. You don't know what's gonna happen next. So you kind of have to work when it's time to work. And, 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 and I think a lot of people when don't it's do time that. to play. Then you play. Tune in to hear my full conversation with Tamela Mann on MoneyMakingConversations.com.